you know, as Christians, we have to understand and, and be real with where we are. That's what we have to see first, individually. And what where our mindset is and what we desire. Airing the Addisons. I think what God is really calling us back to, it's those individual personal revivals in our own lives where we're like, oh Lord, what have we done? We have minimized you. Promoting truth, wisdom, and empowerment. As the church, man, we should be on the forefront yes. of making disciples, of indoctrination in godly things. If we don't train our kids, they will not be able to stand. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Erin Addison. On American Family Radio, thank you so much for listening. I'm Miki. And I'm Will. And Sherry B and J Mac are on tap to help us navigate the show. We're going to get around to your calls in the last segment of the program. So make sure you stick around. I'm, I'm, I'd be curious to hear um, your take on what we're discussing today. Today we're asking the question, can you see it now? Mm. Can you... <laughs> Can you see it now? Got a yeah. series of stories that we want to hopscotch over um, and just talk about those stories. And and one of the things that I really appreciate, <clears throat> excuse me, about the body of Christ is how discerning we must be because of the indwelling power of the Holy Spirit, right? So like there are so many um, who have, we've already, we've, we know, like we, we already knew this, right? Mm-hmm. And, and maybe for a moment you were kind of shaken because you thought, Oh man, even my friends are saying that I'm crazy because I'm, you know, um, where I'm convicted, I'm remaining convicted, you know, and all of these things. And, uh, but now we're, we're like, oh wow, you know, now we don't seem so crazy. Mm. And even people I think who would have criticized and said, that's insane. You guys are conspiracy theorists. Um, the more information that comes out, I think there are more people who are saying, oh, yep. Yeah, man. Lord have mercy on us, right? Hmm. And so here's where we are. And I'm just asking the question, can you see it now? I want to draw in a few stories just to make the point. And, um, and I, I want to be as disciplined as I can in the presentation of this information because I, I am confident that the Holy Spirit of God and the reading of his word makes us wise. Amen. And so because I'm speaking to wise people, I, I believe that the audience of listeners uh, that we have across this network are reading the word of God and then engaging the day's headlines. And so then therefore are wiser than the people producing the headlines. (laughs) (laughs) I just believe it. I just believe that, right? That's like, people are like, well, thank you, Mika. You're welcome. You're welcome. I just believe that you're super wise. So I want to share with you some of these headlines here. And then uh, as we always do, we want to filter them through a biblical lens. And so my call to the body of Christ, this, this is, um, this is where you are convicted, remain convicted, mm. part four. I don't know how many we did <laughs> on that, but it's going to toggle back to that. But today I'm, I'm, I'm simply asking the question, uh, can you see it now? Can you see it now? So so we'll get into some content. I don't know. Will the Great, do we have yeah. any announcements that we want to make before yeah, we do? Sure. Okay. Make sure if you want to email us, you email us at addisons at AFR.net, addisons at AFR.net. Also, if you would like to watch the broadcast live, you can uh, follow us on Facebook or on YouTube. Search Erin Addison's. And also, the Marriage Family Life Conference is coming up July 7th to the 9th. Uh, tickets, um, well, we closed down registration, but we're opening back up tomorrow. Tomorrow, May 25th. Um, and so, if you uh, fail to get a ticket and you're like, man, I missed it. Well, mm-hmm. here's another opportunity from May uh, 25th to May 31st. And so that's your opportunity if you uh, this is the last chance. And so we'll open it up for one more week uh, in hopes that all the people that say that 
they missed the registration and want to uh, register, still want to register, you can go to marriagefamilylife.net, marriagefamilylife.net starting tomorrow, and you can uh, register for the conference. This is good. I, I have to admit, I have to admit, I kind of was like, nah, I mean, I don't know that we need to reopen, you know, and, and then um, the request started coming in. Yeah. Hey, I missed the day because I thought, well, we talked about it. And so then and then as we were uh, traveling back from Illinois, I got a text message from a sister who said, is there any chance that I could register? We didn't <laughs> register. And we really and I thought, wow, I'm, I'm a part of the number right here. Here I have a friend who's asking <laughs> yeah. about registration. So it's good that you guys are doing this. Will the great like it's good that that the team is reopening registration. So awesome. the 25th through the 31st is the reopen of registration rather than having. Um, having our, our, our own Joe Gilly go back and just <laughs> single-handedly put in each person who wants to register past deadline. Um, and, and look, it's very yeah. important on May 31st. So when the, when, the, yeah. when the clock strikes midnight, like, so you don't that's have it. the whole day of the 31st to register. So at midnight, <laughs> oh, that's important to yeah, say. It's, that's it's right. very important because yeah. we've gotten before, you know, oh, I thought you said, you know, it was on the 31st or whatever day. You know, yeah. but you think no, you have all day with the coupon. You don't have all day with it. So the 25, 25th through the uh, 31st, when it hit mid midnight, going into that's the 31st, it. that's it. Yeah. Right. And this is important. I think it's so important for our listeners to understand the reason the reason we're trying to cut off registration is because we have a youth apologetics track right. that really depends on us having firm numbers right. of children. That's right. We have to know how many children are going to be in each of these classes because we have to make sure that our teachers are prepared. We have to make sure that our helpers are prepared. We have to make sure that we're prepared That's right. um, to be able to host all of the families who are going to join us and the individuals and the couples and all of these things. So rather than just have the registration remain open until the event, because some people may be wondering about this, right. the way we host the marriage family life conference um, takes a lot more planning because of the things that we're doing That's within right. this conference. And so we have to have class numbers. We have to have sizes. We have to have ages of kids because those classes are broken down right. by ages so that the content can be presented to them in a way that they understand. And so because of all of this happening behind the scenes, we have to have a cutoff date that we can get to those who direct the youth apologetics track so that they can plan for that. Um, it just makes for a better conference. You're you're good. You're going to be glad that we did this and that we continue to do this. Amen. Just, Amen. By the way, it's yeah. Be good. Um, okay, so May 25th through the 31st That's will right. be the last wave. Yes. Of, okay. Yes. All right, everybody got it. MarriageFamilyLife.net, mm -hmm. right? MarriageFamilyLife.net. Okay, so let me just let me just start in with the stories here, and we're just going to string all the stories together, and all of the super smart people who are filled with the Spirit of God and reading His Word on a regular basis are going to just be sitting back with their afternoon cup of coffee going, oh, of, of course, like, yeah, we can see it. We've always been able to see it. Um, so let's just get into it. This is the first headline that I want to look at, and then we're just going to keep working our way through some information. We're going to um, also look at some headlines from a couple years ago. And just kind of bring all of that in because I think it's so important for us to have a big picture here so that people people know that they're not crazy, right? We're not crazy. All right, so here's the headline. This is from the Daily Wire, um, a story out yesterday. COVID-19 pandemic, quote, certainly not over, WHO chief says. Hmm. The COVID-19 pandemic is, quote, certainly not over. Okay, here we go. The COVID-19 pandemic is, quote, most certainly not over, warned Tedros and I'm going to butcher his last name. It looks like Gebreyesus, Gebreyesus, head of the WHO. He said this on Sunday. Although deaths from a current variant of COVID-19 known as Omicron has 
uh, have dropped precipitously, the WHO head said, quote, we lower our guard at our own peril. Hmm. Quote. So is COVID-19 over? No, it's most certainly not over. I know that's not the message you want to hear, and it's definitely not the message I want to deliver, he said. Really? <laughs> I'm so sorry. Really? I try to get to the end of my jokes yeah. before I start laughing. Um, let me just continue. Okay. Uh, Gibriesis told officials gathered in Geneva for the opening of the WHO's annual meeting that declining testing and sequencing means, quote, we are blinding ourselves to the evolution of the virus, mm. end quote. In addition, he said that while billions are vaccinated against the virus, nearly one billion people in lower income countries still are not. While some 60 percent of the world's population is vaccinated, he said, quote, it's not over anywhere until it's over everywhere. Mm. So that's important. And, and guys, I, I'm not trying to be but I do want to link some some verbiage here that is very telling. So that phrase is very important. It's not over anywhere until it's over everywhere. It sounds an awful lot like China's zero infection rate. Mm. Okay, so it's not over anywhere until wow. it's over everywhere, yeah. like zero infections, like zero. We don't have we don't have this virus anywhere. Okay, and so we're going <laughs> to talk about what's going on in China, wow. right? Because okay. that this, you see what it, right? Well, okay, yeah, because that. Go would, ahead. No, go ahead. Well, the great. He's talking about something that would never happen. So it would no. ne it would never be over <laughs> if that is the the basis. If that's how it's over, well, yes. we're going to have this, you know, for our lifetime. Yes, and also for our lifetime, if they have it their way control over human beings mm. control over people this is this is ultimately what this comes down to it is fear and it is control and this is why what we have been saying is that for the faithful follower of the lord jesus christ we need the muscle memory of submission to god mm. why do we need the muscle memory of submission to god well because it doesn't matter what kind of freedoms you have or what gets ripped away or what people attempt to do. If you are already resolved, if you have already decided that you are following Jesus Christ and you're going to submit to his leading, then this is not a huge concern for you because you say, well, I'm not, I'm not doing it. Mm -hmm. And why is that important? Because even right now we are in the midst of learning that our current administration has given over our sovereignty as it pertains to our health in this country. Right. Okay, let me. I, I don't want to jump too far ahead. We've got some clips we want to let you hear. Um, but back to this: that the COVID nineteen pandemic is not over. And and also, I'm gonna we're gonna we gotta look at. This just sounds ridiculous, but we gotta look at mon monkeypox. So we're gonna talk about this because because even if even if you are not convinced that COVID nineteen is over, wait. Hold on a second. There's something else out there on the wing of the plane. It's monkeypox. And yeah. and, and our president, yeah. <laughs> President yeah. Joe Biden, is saying that this is something that we all should be concerned about. Now, th that's that's really interesting, because when you start reading the information, you learn, no, it is not. Right. No, it is not something we need to all be concerned about, just like HIV and AIDS is not something Come we on. need to all be concerned about. Uh -oh. So we need to be concerned about monkeypox like we're concerned about contracting HIV and AIDS. OK, so and I'm going to make my case for that because the information is there. But what does this all come down to, guys? This comes down to creating fear mm -hmm. so that you can have control, 
Because what here's here's what we learned in the wake of the COVID-19 pandemic. Here's what we learned. We learned that even strong Americans are willing to cower when they're scared about their health. We've learned we have learned that it is very easy to control people who do not dig in search of facts, but get a lot of their talking points from mainstream media are able to be guilted, are able to be driven by their emotions rather than truth. We have learned that it's really easy to control those people, even the ones who call themselves Christians, by the way. So let's just stay with that. So this is where we are, right? And, and I, I think that so many of us can actually see it. But let me, let me just say this. For the Christian, the muscle memory of submission to God the following of the Holy Spirit, being led by the Holy Spirit. This is a distinct marker of those who are the children of God. We are led by the Spirit of God. Romans 8 teaches us this. So now, back to this Daily Wire article. Gabriesis told officials gathered in Geneva for the opening of the WHO's annual meeting that declining tests and sequencing means that, quote, we are blinding ourselves to the evolution of the virus. Let me jump down here. While some 60% of the world's population is vaccinated, it's not over anywhere (laughs) until it's over everywhere. Now listen to this. He says, in a world, in in a a world, world, in a world (laughs) in which testing rates have plummeted, testing rates have plummeted, we should be very concerned. In a world where testing rates have plummeted. So in other words, we sense that people aren't afraid so much anymore. People Mm -hmm. are kind of wanting to get back to normal. (laughs) And we have an indication of this because they're not testing like they once were. Mm. See, even the testing was a testing, right? Yeah. Come and get your COVID-19 test. So you think, well, I I get my test and then my test is negative and then I walk out and I'm fine. This is why when (laughs) this is why I rejected the testing, right? Like testing for COVID-19. Why? Because the testing is testing. Why? Because if you're testing, it is also saying that you're afraid. (laughs) If you're testing, it is also saying that it's a thing. So because the testing rates have plummeted, it is saying to these people, Actually, you know, people are kind of wanting to get back to life now. People are kind of like not wanting to just live in a perpetual state of fear. And so because we can't have that in a world where we want to control people, then we've got to drum up the fear again. Bring back the fear. Another round of fear for everyone. (laughs) All right, we'll grab the break. Aaron the Addison's American Family Radio, and we'll be right back. It's airing the Addisons on American Family Radio. Welcome back to airing the Addisons on American Family Radio. I'm Miki. And I'm Will. And Sherry B and J Mac are on tap. We're going to get around to your calls in the last segment. Please uh, keep listening. We'll open the phone lines just to hear from you. Um, Just asking the question, Will the Great and I, can you see it now? Is Is it clear? Is it kind of obvious where we are? I think for many of us, it's been obvious for a long time. But we often want to deal with these headlines as they come out so that, so that you remember, <laughs> so that you just don't forget that it's not yeah. a distant memory, right. but that it's kind of uh, right here in real time. Uh, we're talking about the World Health Organization, um, the head of the World Health Organization declaring that COVID-19 is not over. And just in case you were able to kind of like just ignore that warning, um, there's monkeypox. 
So we're going to talk about that <laughs> and just look at why you don't need to be concerned about that, even though the president of the United States is saying that you should. You should be concerned. Um, yeah, this yeah. is this is not this is not, you know, handout and 95s. Right. OK, this is abstain from a very specific type of behavior and have no worries. But yet we're not we're not going to call for that. We will quarantine people. We will lock people down. We will destroy small businesses. We will flood the economy with money that we are still <laughs> trying to deceive people and tell people that, oh, it's not a big deal. We're OK. We're going to we're going to everything's going to all work out um, because we, we do this in the name of covid. We do this in the name of COVID, right? Like zero infections. We didn't, we, zero infections. And, um, but now, but now you've got this disease here, by the way, that is not endemic to some of the countries where it's popping up. I'll tell you where, where it's endemic. And, and then also there's one specific country, one specific country where it's endemic there in animals. So you got to ask the question, what, and I'm not trying to be wild here, but like, what kind of gain of function is that? Like, what's what's going on that that this is coming from animals to people and the way that it's transmit? I mean, I just anyways, um, we'll talk about that. Can, can I can I also just say what you're not going to hear with regard to monkeypox and uh, you're not going to hear abstinence as a protective measure. You're not going to hear that. You you can lock people down. You can shut them inside their houses, but you're not going to hear, hey, simply abstain. We are learning that this virus is actually spreading through uh, sexual contact and a specific type of sexual contact, actually. Mm. Um, so it's actually a smaller part of, of the world's population. So we actually really can stop the spread of this. Actually, we wow. yeah. we actually can. Yeah. We actually know what's what what how. But no, we're not going to have that. Here we go. Head of the World Health Organization noted, this is back to COVID, because again, COVID, always a thing. Whenever people start to try to get back to life or they say, hey, you know, what's going on? Why is gas $5 a gallon? You know, why, why are we, hey, remember COVID, right? That's sort of like the battle cry. Um, the World Health Organization had noted that the virus is spreading rapidly in Africa. Now listen to this very carefully. Where the vaccination rate is the lowest worldwide. The vaccination rate is the lowest worldwide. So the virus is spreading rapidly in Africa. <clears throat> Excuse me. And he said that while there appears to be ample supply of the vaccine, listen, listen, there's insufficient political commitment to roll out vaccines. Hmm. Polit political commitment <laughs> to roll out vaccines. So we need to affect policy. So we need to make we need to make laws. So we need we need to be controlling people. Yeah. So there's a problem. We have insufficient political commitment to roll out vaccines in some countries while there remain gaps in operational and financial capacity in other nations. In all, we see vaccine hesitancy driven by misinformation and disinformation. OK, that is so 2021. <laughs> that is so 2020 mid. That is so like that whole like misinformation and disinformation. That you that's like that's like the kid who falls off the couch for the first time, like the toddler. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And then you're like, oh, that's where I have to stop leaning. Right. Because then you're like, that's where I would fall. And so then once you learn, then now you govern yourself accordingly. Right. Yeah. So this whole like misinformation, disinformation over COVID-19, it's like, no, no, no. I already fell off the couch. I, I actually <laughs> know. I actually know that there is truth 
in the research, right? That vaccinating people, which you call it a vaccine, it is a shot, was actually spreading the virus. Huge amounts of viral load in people's noses who are then turning around and quote unquote helping other people. And in the midst of their helping, they're actually spreading virus. We actually know that to be factually true. So that's not misinformation or disinformation. People having health issues, heart issues. That's not misinformation and disinformation. That's actually factually true. And then when you have companies coming out and saying, actually, you know, hey, guys, now that we look at it, there's actually a problem with our vaccine. We, we probably need to pull back on uh, there's actually pro- we we actually probably are not helping be probably uh, hurting people here. Mm. My thing yeah, is whenever <laughs> whenever the, the drug makers actually start owning up, that means it's far worse than you actually realized, right. because that means that there's no way to actually conceal it anymore. Gabriel Yeesis, the head of the World Health Organization, says that the pandemic will not magically disappear, but we can end it. We have the knowledge and we have the tools. <laughs> science mm. has given us the upper hand. You guys are science deniers, by the way. Like you, you guys are you guys are science deniers. It's amazing how we use these words, but then you know we have to check definitions because they don't actually mean science, right? They don't actually mean science. They mean politics. Politics has given us the upper hand. <laughs> Political Come control has given. They don't mean science. So just when, right. when they talk science, you just think politics. You just think control, right? Because they're not talking about science the way we're talking about science. All right. Let me say this also. Um, it's interesting to me that when in the course of one article, the subject of the article is found contradicting himself as he's covered, right? So his remarks, his comments, um, he's found contradicting himself. So here is uh, Gerabriesis says that the virus is staying ahead of vaccines. The virus is staying ahead of vaccines. So why are we, why are we forcing people? Why, why are we demanding (laughs) that people be vaccinated? Like if, if the virus is staying ahead of the vaccines, Why are we forcing people to be vaccinated? Quote, this virus has surprised us at every turn. Okay. 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 So we should, we should trust you for, for what reason? Right. For what reason? A storm that has torn through communities again and again, and we still can't predict its path or its intensity. But like, you're making like shots though and like right. you're you're like making shots but you can't predict you don't know what basically you saying that what we're doing. making shots and doing us but it's not going to work because that's what it sounds like the to virus me is staying ahead of anything that we're trying to do i mean that's what but it sounds like to, to take me it. but i think maybe <laughs> i'm maybe i'm crazy maybe i'm crazy okay so um Monkeypox. Let's let's talk about monkeypox. All right. So so here's monkeypox. The number of confirmed or suspected cases of monkeypox <laughs> topped more than 100 over the weekend as the disease has now spread through Europe, North America and Australia. As of Saturday, as of Saturday, 92 laboratory confirmed cases and 28 suspected cases of monkeypox with investigations ongoing have been reported to WHO from 12 member states that that are not endemic for monkeypox virus. Okay. Reported cases thus far have no established travel links to an endemic area. Based on currently available information, cases have mainly, but not exclusively been identified among men 
and if you have a little kid listening, be careful here, okay? As I read to you from this article, this is Daily Wire, Daily Wire here um, covering monkeypox. So here we go. Just a quick disclaimer there. Based on currently available information, cases have mainly but not exclusively been identified amongst men who have sex with men. So they've discovered this among men who have sex with men who are seeking care in primary care and sexual health clinics. The organization said that the discovery of confirmed cases of monkeypox in individuals with, quote, no direct travel links to an endemic area presents a highly unusual <laughs> event, end quote. Mm. Well, I mean, that kind of fits because actually what the Bible describes this behavior as is unusual. That's saying it lightly, right? right. Like that's I mean, that's just saying it lightly. Monkeypox has now been detected in Australia, Belgium, Canada, France, Germany, Italy, the Netherlands, Portugal, Spain, Sweden, the United Kingdom and the United States. But it's not endemic to these countries. It's actually endemic to countries like Benin, Cameroon, the Central African Republic, the Democratic Republic of Congo, Ghana in animals, the Ivory mm. Coast, Liberia, Nigeria, the Republic of Congo, Sierra Leone and South Sudan. Wow. Available information suggests that human-to-human -human transmission is occurring among people in close physical contact with cases who are symptomatic. Guy, guys, this is, we are talking about the exchange of bodily fluids here. We're not, we're not talking about wrap a scarf around your face because you might get monkeypox. Right. Like this. We're not. This is this is not um, this is not even like chicken pox where you're like, oh, my goodness, you you're, you know, right. like, don't get your kid around. some. No, this this. Yeah, this is very specific behavior right. that we're talking about. And yet and yet President Joe Biden addressed this concern about the spread of this virus. <laughs> Quote, they haven't told me the level of exposure yet. But it's something that everybody should be concerned about. Really? Everybody, President? Okay. President, everybody? Look. I, everybody? I think this stuff is a setup. We need to keep our eyes open because I don't know if you remember the whole, like, gain of function testing yes. and all that. Yes. And I'm like, man, I wouldn't put it past some people to want to see how these things can be, you know, <laughs> transmitted of course to humans other than like what we're talking about like of course and then you have a, a whole nother um pandemic and then mm -hmm. who who runs things well i will you say know? this for this particular virus we this this is not you don't need oh don't don't forget about your six feet don't forget <laughs> right. about your like right. this this is a very specific it transmission is. that That's we're talking right. about so regardless of whether or not the president says the following quote, but it is a concern in the sense that if we were to spread it or if it were to spread, it would be consequential. Look, mm. and, and I'm, I'm not saying that you don't, you don't have compassion for people. Right. Right. Because you, you, you do care. Um, but I thought we were in line for um, zero infections like I thought we were all in line for that I thought we were all lining up to see how we can achieve that right and so we were looking at all of the measures that we could roll out and say well let's 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 do that um this one seems an awful lot like just some basic self-control maybe maybe just a little bit of submission to God's moral law 
Like may, maybe just saying, <laughs> hey, you know, maybe shouldn't be engaged in this type of behavior. I mean, mm. for this virus, at yeah. least. Yeah. For this one, like this one, you know, but you know what? But you know what we're bent on doing, just like sort of what we did with HIV and AIDS. We're we're actually bent on looking for remedies to the spread so that you can have people who are infected and yet still engage in this activity with one another. Mm. The same types of drugs that they make available to kids in high school because they're in, they're engaged in at risk behavior. Yeah. So we, we actually are into researching ways that you can continue to re, to 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 rebel against God. With impunity, you don't have to suffer the consequences, which is amazing because even those consequences that you suffer, right? Those are a grace from God that kind of like grabs your attention and says, hey, wait a minute, man, you know, there's there's just something about having like your life kind of hang right there in real time in front of your face where you're Mm -hmm. like, I'm engaged in risky behavior. I now have within my body the evidence of it. There's I mean, there's there's something that becomes like an amazing grace. But you know what we do in the United States of America and indeed around the world? You know what we do? We try to find ways to constantly get out of the judgment like we we do not want to come face to face with our our rebellion against a holy and righteous God. Yeah. Who judges sin? We don't we don't want to do that. Now, here's what's interesting. So I was reading this article and Will the Great. We were talking about this this morning. Um, And we'll play a clip here. This is from Liberty Council. And I thought this was really interesting. Um, And then we'll kind of take a little little trip down memory lane and look at what President Trump was doing to um, to rid us, the United States of America, of the burden that was financially carrying carrying the WHO. Right. But even as the president was talking about this in 2020, You've got Joe Biden tweeting and saying that if I'm president on day one, I'm going to restore our relationship <laughs> with the WHO. Mm-hmm. And, and so now, um, having become president, okay, having yeah. become president, so here's where we are. Not just a restoration of relationship, but going a step further and saying, hey, let's make it Facebook official. <laughs> It's like not just getting back into a relationship, but let's just go on and and let's just um, anyway, exchange identities. The Biden administration, this is from Liberty Council, the Biden administration. And by the way, this article is dated May 12th. The Biden administration is set to stage um, the is setting the stage to hand ultimate control of America's health care system and U.S. national sovereignty over to the World Health Organization. On May 22nd through the 28th, the 75th World Health Assembly will convene at United Nations headquarters in Geneva, Switzerland, with delegates from 194 nations to vote on the Biden administration's uh, amendments that will hand over national sovereignty and authority to the World Health Organization, Mm. which during the COVID-19 pandemic carried the water bucket for the Chinese Communist Party regarding the Wuhan lab. Now, we definitely have to explore those connections, right? right? Because if we're saying that we need to always be af- afraid of infections and, and th- we haven't gotten out of this pandemic anywhere until we've gotten out of this pandemic everywhere, this absolutely sounds 100% like what is going on in China right now, specifically Shanghai, where you've got people who since the end of March have been locked in their apartments, have been in these isolation camps, like what 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 are they what are they, what are they these quarantine camps what are they where they are screaming out i mean you've got people literally howling because they have been locked up against their will forced to stay inside their apartments 
This is Aaron the Addison's American Family Radio. We'll take the break and be right back. Aaron the Addison's on American Family Radio. I'm Miki. And I'm Will. And I have to make one correction. Okay. My man J Mac over here put some doubt in my mind about the when the uh when the registration ends. Uh-oh. So I had to go hit up the IT person and also Jade, our producer. Yes. So apparently you will still be able to register on the 31st. Okay. Okay. So, so the full day. On that full day. But after that, <laughs> you can't. So you you have the, the the day of the 31st. You can do it. And uh, the IT guy said technically it ends at midnight on June 1st. Okay. Well, that stuff is confusing to me, but, you know. Yes. Just just know you have the 31st as For well. For anyone trying to catch a sale, we understand it, actually. <laughs> like those of us who use coupons and try to beat the sale, the end of a sale, we understand it. Um, all right. Welcome back to the program. In yes. just a few minutes, we'll open the phone lines, get your take on this. But I do want to um, make sure that you are able to hear um, just a little bit, a little bit more information from Liberty Council here, because I think the understanding of what the Biden administration has done or really seeks to do largely, like think about this, because we are talking about living in a country where continually what we see coming from this administration is the attempt to control you, mm-hmm. the attempt to make you afraid so that you then willingly give up your um, your liberty. Right. But if that can't happen, then we'll force you, we'll compel you, we'll say you can't do this. You know, you can't do things like, you know, buy or sell or travel or maybe even go to school. So let's go back to this article here. On January 18th, 2022, officials from the Biden administration quietly sent the WHO extensive amendments without an official statement or a single press conference. These proposed amendments are written to strengthen the organization's ability to unilaterally intervene Mm. into the affairs of nations merely suspected of having a health emergency of possible concern to other nations. Suspected of having a health emergency of possible concern to other nations. Let me continue. If these amendments are approved, the WHO will have the power to declare an international health emergency, nullifying nullifying the powers of nation states. The Hmm. U.S. amendments delete a critical existing restriction in the regulations. And this is the existing restriction in the regulation. Okay, WHO shall consult with and attempt to obtain verification from the state party and whose territory the event is allegedly occurring. So in other words, you can't just act like, you know, an emperor sovereign over the world, <laughs> like <laughs> sovereign over the world. I mean, just, anyway, this enables the director general to declare health emergencies at will and can be used to justify ostracism and economic or financial action mm. against the targeted nation by other nations aligned with the WHO or <laughs> who wish to harm and control the accused nation. One other thing uh, from this article, and, and, and then let me give the number so we can start getting your calls queued up. 888-589-8840. 888-589-8840. 
COVID-19, make it the last pandemic. This was a report that was published by the United Nations in May of 2021. And it claims that the pandemic would have been prevented if the pandemic would have been prevented if the WHO had been given more global authority. <laughs> the report states, quote, in its current form, the WHO does not possess such powers. To move on with the treaty, WHO therefore needs to be empowered financially and politically. Mm. The treaty should possess an adaptable incentive regime, including sanctions such as public reprimands, economic sanctions, or denial of benefits. Wow. Now, now, um, oh man, okay. On January 20th, 2021, Joe Biden sent a letter to Antonio Gutierrez, U.N. Secretary General and member of the Portuguese Socialist Party, retracting President Donald Trump's withdrawal from the WHO. Biden also appointed Dr. Anthony Fauci, head of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Disease, to represent the United States on the WHO's executive committee. It, it's amazing the hand-holding. It's amazing the alliances that we are witnessing right in front of our eyes yeah. and what this actually means. But let me say this because there, there certainly is more detail I'd like to give here. But as we do, I want to filter all of this through our commit, our commitment to strong biblical conviction that we follow the Lord and we don't follow the Lord. And this is, this is what we are training our kids to do right now. We don't follow the Lord because it's easy. So it has been fairly easy for us to follow the Lord in the United States of America so we can mistake that for a genuine allegiance to the Lord Jesus because it hasn't really cost us a whole lot. But what I am telling you right now, and we've kind of had a little, a little training ground in all of this, you have got to have the muscle memory of, I follow the Lord Jesus Christ. My allegiance is to my King. And so what does that mean? That means that even if the United States does not protect your rights, you will still submit to Jesus Christ. Now, I know, look, we fight. We have rights in this country. The Lord has blessed us to live in a country where we have rights. We work to elect people who will protect those rights. They don't come from those people but we expect them to protect those rights. But when we have a failure of that in this country, as man, clearly we can see right now, we're, we're, in, we're in a hard way right now. What, do we, what is our commitment? Our commitment is that we will follow the Lord Jesus Christ, whatever the cost, we will follow the Lord Jesus Christ. I wanna, I wanna say, um, and, and then we'll go to the phone lines, 888-589-8840. We don't have a very strong understanding of our call to suffer as Christians. So it can be really difficult for us to be staring down the barrel of, wait a minute, if we face restrictions, like if we don't have these, you know, this, this proof of, of, of vaccination and we live in a country now that is controlled by an organization that is being puppeted by China. And you just look just real quick before we go to the phone lines. Do we have the clip of what's going on in Shanghai right now that you've got the residents of Shanghai? What's coming from their apartments and what's coming from uh, these these covid facilities where they have quarantined people against their will? Just listen. Uh, <laughs> 
This is this is the sound this this is the sound of people screaming from their apartment buildings. This is the sound of people screaming inside these quarantine facilities in Shanghai where they have since the end of March been on lockdown. Because a government is saying zero infections. And this is how we get and and you can't see the footage but man you can just you can look this up and you can find this footage for yourself. You can see Chinese health officials, I, I, I guess, I don't know, decked out in hazmat suits going into people's apartments and forcing them to be tested, grabbing them up against their will. Guys, and it's to this type of influence and oversight that we have potentially been turned over. Like, All right, let's go to the phone lines. 888-589-8840. Will the Great, where do we go first? All right, let's go to Larry in Kansas. Hi, Larry. Hey, Will, thank you for taking my call. What a what a full program you have today. I'm mm. just so blessed listening to you guys every chance I get. Thank, thank you. you. But I think the most important thing is <clears throat> is staying uh, in God's Word. Amen. And, you know, developing your muscle memory to read those those miracles that that God, you know, allowed in the, in the Old Testament, you know, how enemies were defeated without lifting a finger. Mm. And, you know, it's so important for people to stay in Scripture mm. every day. Yeah. But, you know, the other thing is about this uh, World Health Organization, uh, the other thing that's going on with that, with the proposal that Biden sent was, Currently, there's an 18-month window that people, that countries can uh, respond to any one of the proposals. In Biden's proposal, he's shortening shortening that to six, six months. months. Six months. Yes, mm-hmm. you are absolutely right. Six months. And the other thing is, he's there. This all these proposals are going to allow abortion to be governed worldwide by the WHO. So if we overturn Roe versus Wade, you know, WHO could say, hey, you know, mm-hmm. abortion rights is a is a health problem that we need to let women have. Yes. And um, and and imagine this, brother man, you you you're really wow. you're looking down the line. This is this is what we call discernment, right? Because imagine that we say that the uh, health emergency is the mental health of women who in the United States of America cannot secure for themselves, quote unquote, health care. I mean, just think about this is not far fetched. What we are talking about is we're talking about when people are not able to answer to the Lord, when we're not able to live in a free country and we are at the sort of at the, the will of wicked people and nations surrounding us that have not enjoyed the blessings that we have enjoyed. <laughs> right. Then this is what we get. Yeah. This is where we end up. But our brother is exactly right, though. And I, I want to kind of go back and run a highlight over something he said. If we will remember the God we serve, Amen. if we will turn our focus and our submission to him, and if we form this muscle memory of trust in the Lord with our very lives, 
This puts us in line. Listen, this puts us on par with our Lord Jesus Christ. And we're going to go back to the phone lines, but let me read this. First Peter is so instructive for us. First Peter chapter two. I'm going to look at verses 21 through 23. For to this you have been called. And Peter is talking about suffering, suffering for righteousness sake. For to this you have been called because Christ also suffered for you, leaving you an example so that you might follow in his steps. Listen, verse 22, he committed no sin, neither was deceit found in his mouth. When he was reviled, he did not revile in return. When he suffered, he did not threaten, but continued, listen, entrusting himself to him who judges justly. Mm. So look, in this country, it's been safe for us to entrust ourselves to the one who judges justly. We've not been pressed on in that trust. But we have got to be ready and we've got to be at a place where no matter what the conditions are around us, we will continue entrusting ourselves to this same God. Now, that means we act, we do those things that are responsible, those we, man, an immense blessing we've received living in this country. We're not going to just be, you know, reckless with that. But at the same time, my hope, please listen to me. My hope is not in a free America. My hope is in the Lord Jesus Christ, who will enable me to live in any country in the world. Please understand that the church exists around the world. So how do we get to this place where the, where the church continues to advance, even when there's persecution and when there's suffering? Because people trust Jesus Christ with their very lives. They're able to say no to wickedness, no to ungodliness, whatever the cost. Well, the great. Let's go back to the phone lines. All right, let's go to Jill in Missouri. Hi, Jill. Hello. Everyone should go online and listen to Dr. Brian, B-R-Y-A-N, Artis, A-R-D-I-S. Dr. Artis has researched 4,000 documents to discover that what they have been injecting us with and people around the world what they have been putting on the ends of the swabs and jabbing up our nose to our brains for testing, what they have been pouring into the major water systems of cities across this country is none other than snake venom. And so when you go to the hospital because you've drunk some of this water and you've lost your sense of smell and taste, they give you remdesivir, which is another way of administering the snake venom. And then if you stay in the hospital a little longer, they put you on the ventilator, which is the last nail in the coffin. Everyone needs to be aware of this. And the symptoms of the snake venom shots that they're trying to make everybody take is your blood clots, which causes strokes and heart attacks. We have airline pilots now who are dying in the cockpit from heart attacks because they have been made to take the, uh, I call it the kill shot. We have Jill, look, let me, let me say this. Let me say this, Joe. We've done um, at least one, maybe two uh, entire programs where we have discussed the conspiracy and where we have discussed the aim and where we have discussed how wicked people that we once trusted have been in administering these shots 
how these things are developed. We've dis- we've discussed this and we will continue to discuss it. We're not afraid to discuss it. I will say this though, even if you don't have all of that information where the Holy Spirit convicts you, remain convicted mm. until tomorrow, Lord willing. God bless.